the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Genesis 12 verse 2. He said, I will make your name great. I will bless thee and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless you and you shall be what? Yes. You shall be a blessing. Somebody say, I am ordained to be a blessing. I be a blessing. Say, I am ordained to be a blessing. Now listen, you can't be a blessing where you are not blessed. The first thing God did for Abraham before he made him a blessing. He said, I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. And that is very consistent with the character of God. He doesn't demand from you what you, he's not given to you. By the time he brought the children of Israel to uh, the wilderness and he told them, bring an offering he had already given to them. So that nobody can accuse him of taking something from them. The Bible says in 3 John 1-2, he said, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you prosper and be in health just as your soul prospered. Somebody say, God wants me well. In my spirit, in my, spirit my, soul, my soul, and my body. And my God body. wants me well wants in my finances. my finances. Yeah, God wants you to do well financially. You see, one of the greatest disadvantages religion has done to us was to present to us a Jesus who is poor. Yeah. Religious listen will let us believe that Jesus was poor. But listen, if you study the life of Jesus very well, you realize that the man was not poor. I have heard renowned teachers, renowned preachers, uh, accept the fact that Jesus was poor. But when I think through and meditate and look at what the man did and the kind of life he lived, a poor person cannot live that kind of life. Jesus was not poor. Jesus was not poor. He was born into a poor family, but he himself did not end up as poor. Praise the Lord. And that actually gives us hope that regardless of wherever you are born, you can also make it. Am I communicating here? Yeah, Jesus was born. When he, 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 they, they came to offer him or dedicate him in the temple, instead of bringing a, a goat and sheep and all of those things, they brought a turtle dove. And that was what poor people presented. But listen, that was, <laughs> that was his parents. His father was a carpenter. He was not a carpenter. When he was born, the people who came to him, they brought silver gold. Some people estimate that what they gave him was enough to last him his ministry time. Am I communicating here? Jesus was not poor. He, look, Jesus called uh, this man, Matthew, as a task collector. And he said, follow him. And for three half years, he followed him. Can you imagine 12 solid men? They all had wives. Men left their jobs. Imagine that uh, this man... Uh, Peter leaves his boat and comes to follow him. And 
How will he pay his bills? How will he take care of his wife? How will he take care of his children? All of that, that responsibility was on Jesus. So he couldn't have been poor. When you are poor, you don't have a bank account. Jesus had one. He had enough money that he needed a treasurer. If you are poor, you don't need a treasurer. I've not seen a poor man who has a personal accountant. Personal, Jesus had an accountant who was with him everywhere he went to. Everywhere. And the, the money was too much that the man stole. For three and a half years, he was stealing. <laughs> Judas was stealing from the money. And if the money was small, three, two, two and a half years, it uh, to be gone. But the money was so much. If you have 100 Ghana CDs and they take one Ghana, you will notice it. You won't you notice it. But by the time somebody consistently steals, 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 all through, and you don't feel it, you must have a lot. Jesus was not poor. The Bible says he became poor for our sake. So when he came on earth, he limited, he, even with his limitation in his poor described state, look at the things that he was able to do. When he came on earth, he was supposed to be poor for our sake, even in that state. You know, poverty is relative. Yeah. Somebody who is poor in America is rich in Ghana. Am I communicating here? Yeah, po poverty is relative. Poverty is relative. Somebody is one week uh, this and the one who is less paid is one week this is somebody's one month pay. You will not be poor. Yeah. Listen, I want you to hate poverty. I want you to hate poverty. You see, prosperity does not begin with a bank account. It begins with a mindset. It begins with what? Mindset. You see, you have accepted that inadequacy and lack and want is normal. It's okay. It doesn't matter. That's where you got it wrong. It really matters. It really matters. Because soon and very soon, all your friends will be gone. Soon and very soon, even your family, when they gather, they won't call you. Yeah, because that's what Solomon says. He said the poor man is hated of his own brethren. The poor man is hated. He pursued them with wealth. Because, you see, the reason why a poor man is hated is because he can't add any value to anybody. Add value to us. Make a difference in our lives. Then you are singing songs. He said, I'm praying for you. Praise the Lord. So we need to know what God's will is. I've already told you Satan's agenda is to keep the church poor. So they want us to talk about everything else but money. It's an agenda. It's a demonic agenda to keep us poor. Because once you keep a person poor, you have immobilized him. And in fact, there are many good things he has in his heart he will never be able to do because he's poor. Money is not evil. Though. Money is a good thing. Money. The Bible said the silver and the gold are mine. The earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The world and they that made that dwell there. He founded it upon the sea. He said the silver on a thousand hills are mine. The cattle is mine. If I were hungry, I will not tell you. God knows our need for money. If you can't believe God, you are believing God to go to heaven, but you can't believe him for him to heaven where you walk on the streets of gold. You can't believe him to have some money in your hands on this earth. May the Lord empower you with great wealth. Amen. You will not be poor. Amen. So we started looking at why God wants you to be rich. And you see, in this sense, there are fundamental, uh, there are primary reasons and there are secondary reasons. And you have to understand that. God has a purpose. Everything God does, he does it for a purpose. Somebody say, he does it for a purpose. Say, he does it for a purpose. You see, has somebody presented a need to you before that you really wish you could help, but you didn't have the capacity? 
That is one of those days you should cry over your poverty. That is one of those days. When a need comes, somebody has brought a need and you can see that this one is not fake. This is a legitimate need and you wish you could help, but you didn't have the capacity. God prospers us, so he will establish his covenant and build it through us. Now, you have to understand that we are workers with God. Somebody say, we are workers with God. Say, I'm a co-worker with God. Yeah, you are co-worker with God. We are partners with God. We are partners with God. God does not partner with unbelievers. God not those days. Where, when I was growing up, when the church is having a function, they will go and invite a Muslim sheikh. And he will come as a chairperson. They will invite one man who is married to three, seven wives. And bring him into the church. On that day, they don't talk about uh, 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 polygamous marriage. It's money they need. And so everything is okay. That's not God's order. Are you here with me? Yeah. God wants his church empowered so he can work through the church. You see, when you are poor, God is poor. You have to understand that. When you are poor, God is poor. Because your money is supposed to be God's money. And that's what I'll be teaching on next week. God's money is your God's, your money is God's money. That's why he gives it to you. And that understanding needs to be ingrained in our mind. Yeah, your money is God's money because we are partners. Are we not partners? Yeah, we are partners. You see, the reason why you are on the, on the earth is because God cannot be on the earth physically. So he put you here. And once he has put you here, he said, take charge and be, have dominion. And everything you need to have dominion, he has to give it to you. That is why. We are laborers together. Jesus is the head. We are the body. If the, you are, he's the head and we are the body, what is the hand? Where are the feet? They are all in us. Are you here with me? So we work for him. Our hands start things for him. Everything we do is on his behalf. We are co-laborers. Somebody say we are co-laborers. Say we are co-laborers. So that's key. He, to establish the church and build its purpose. That's foundational. And then we said to the great commission needs it. We can impart the world with the gospel in no time if there was more money in the church. There is more we can do. I was just telling you two weeks ago why our radio and TV listens are at times where people don't even listen. Yeah. Times people don't even listen. People who need the word most at that time, they are doing something else. They are snoring and sleeping. Because the time they are awake, the bill is more than we can handle. May God grant you capacity to command wealth. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. Influence is impossible without money. Somebody say influence. influence. Say influence. influence. Yeah. Influence is impossible without money. A bad movie can become a record movie with money. A bad song by getting more playtime on radio, will suddenly become like a good song. It's not that it's a good song. It's a bad song which you have heard too many times. So you are beginning to enjoy it. You have heard it when you want to hear it. You have heard it when you don't want to hear it. And all of a sudden, it looks like it's becoming clear. It's nice. It's not nice. <laughs> That's how advertisement is. They make it, they, they show you too much, many times. All of a sudden, it, one of the things that breeds covetousness in our times is advertisement. Advertisement, advertisement. And now when you want to go on social media, even if you don't want to see, they will bring it to you. Without permission, they will just bring it to you. <laughs> May the Lord help us. 
Of course, the voice and the light of the gospel will be silenced without it. Prosperity empowers us for dominion. Somebody say dominion. dominion. Say dominion. dominion. Say I'm ordained for dominion. Jesus said, Behold, I give you power and authority. I give it unto you. You cannot command dominion without wealth. And then number six, we said prosperity confirms God's character as a good and a generous father. Somebody say a good and a generous father. Say a good and a generous father. Yeah. If you have a good and a generous father, one of the things you can enjoy is inheritance. Somebody say inheritance. inheritance. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 22. He said a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. You are waiting so you, when you go, you retire. I'm making investment in my children. When I retire, my children will take care of me. You are a bad father. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Did you hear that? By the time you have inheritance for your own child, your children's children tell them forth. <laughs> you won't need anything from them. May your children not become your investments. Yeah. Can somebody say an amen? amen? Yeah. I want to take care of you so that when I grow old, you take care of me. No, that should not be your mentality. May every man here not be uh, that kind of man. Amen. Yeah. When your children also grow, may they have enough to enjoy their lives. There are people who are being forced into all kinds of things because the pressure from their parents is too much. Too much forced to marry people they don't love because the pressure is on. Forced to do all kinds of things because the pressure is much. The person just finished school two, three years ago and you are making all manner of demands because the child is your life savings. The generous father gives. It's an integral part of redemption. Somebody say redemption. Entitles me to prosperity. Say it. Redemption, Redemption. entitles me to prosperity. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you have to. You see, a lot of people believe that Jesus has saved them and they have eternity to spend. But they can't believe that God is interested in them enough to want to meet their needs on earth. Which one takes more faith? <laughs> it honors, it empowers you to live a holy life. You said prosperity honors God and empowers you to live a holy life. Somebody say prosperity, prosperity. honors God honors and empowers you to live a holy life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holiness is easier with money than it is with, without money. Say holiness is easier, holiness is easier. With, money with money than without money. Without yeah. Money. Holiness is easier and it honors God. Number four, prosperity empowers you to serve God joyfully without being distracted five it's essential for meeting your personal needs and enjoying your life you see people have some weird view about god you witness to somebody who has been chilling all his life somebody told me this so many years ago he said uh, he, he told me he said i make a, i make a christianity uh, chilling yeah one of my listen yeah and when he said that, I knew where he was coming from. Because there are people who think that Christianity, God is a, a cosmic killjoy. He doesn't want you to have any pleasure or any comfort. Ascetic living. That's not godliness. Praise the Lord. That, that is not godliness at all. God wants you to have the best. Somebody say the best. the best. 
Say the best. Yeah, the best. He gave you his best son. Not for you to get the worst in life. He gave you the most, the, pres- the priceless son of God. Not so you can get the worst out of life, but to become the best version of yourself. Can somebody say an amen? amen. Yeah. And that's what we are told. First Timothy 6, he tells us, he said, Tell them that are rich in this world that they be not high minded, not trusting in a certain rich, but in the living who gives us richly all things to enjoy. That word and underline enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Somebody say, Enjoy, say, Enjoy, enjoy. God gives you so you can enjoy life without money. Life can be enduring, not enjoyable. Yeah, every nice thing your children see, you get later. Sometimes your children show you nice things and you're angry. Why are you angry? These are the nice things children should have and you're angry. And their anger is not because of anything. It's because of poverty. Daddy, let's go out. You don't want to go out. Because when they go out, they will point something you have to pay. Why? Why? Am I communicating here? No man will be poor in this church. No man must be poor in this church. It's a very dangerous thing. Because of poverty, when the child pours small milk, one could try to try to make a little effort. That's small milk. Small milk. Small milk. Mr. Husband, the money you give is only chop money. There's no money left for her to turn herself around. Am I communicating here? Yeah. Let your wife enjoy the marriage small. She should enjoy the marriage. Small. Let the seat up small. Small. Am I communicating here at all? Listen, God wants you to enjoy your life. And you can do it with. He said, Tell those who are rich in this world that they be not high minded, not. But in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. All things. When you have more money, you can richly enjoy all things. You can richly what? Enjoy all things. All things. All things. You see Solomon the way he enjoyed? He enjoyed. He said, I gave my heart out to seek and to... Listen, Solomon was traveling left, right, center. He went to here, he went there, he went there, he went there, he went there. I mean, exploring the world. All things to enjoy. You will enjoy in this your life. I said you will enjoy in this your life. Why should you be born in Ghana, die in Ghana, live in Ghana, perish in Ghana? You will travel some. I said you will travel some. Amen. Money is a good thing. Yes. You will enjoy your life. Amen. Any day, any time, if a man is born again, he's spiritual, and he has money, he's the best offer for any lady looking for a man than any or the other one who is poor. It's a better offer. It's a better offer. Am I communicating here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's born again and he has money, it's an advantage. Yeah. You look there first. If you are my daughter, that's where you look first. No, no nonsense. Five reasons why you must prosper and do well financially. <laughs> Number one is to um, it empowers you to provide and meet the needs of your family. Somebody say the needs of your family. Do you know that God wants to meet the needs of your family? Yeah, God wants to meet the needs of your family. He wants you to meet it. He wants to meet it. And this one was actually extended needs. 
This one that we have been using to actually hammer men a lot of the time. When I read it, in its proper context, he was actually not talking about meeting your nuclear family needs. He was talking about the context of meeting extended family needs. So we'll read a bit of that. Look at that with me. First Timothy 5, let's start from verse 1. Don't correct an older man. Encourage him as you would your own father. Treat younger men as you would your own brother. He said, don't treat, treat older women as you would your own mother. Show the same respect to younger women that you would to your sister. Verse 3. He said, take care of any widow who is really in need. Alright? Now he says, and if a widow has children or grandchildren. Did you see that? It's not husband and wife also. If by the time you are not taking care of your wife, that one is a waste case scenario. A widow who has children or grandchildren, they should take care. They should learn to serve God by taking care. Look at this. Oh. Serve God by taking care. You only serve God by speaking in tongues. You don't have money to take care. So you speak in tongues. Hi, 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 hi. And sometimes some of the broke brothers, their tongues can be very loud. Very loud. Some young man like that. One time I spoke to Pastor James. I said, this guy, what does he do? He speaks in wild tongues. I called Pastor James. I said, this brother is not here. I said, this brother, what does he do? Then later on, when we engaged him, he said, he's into evangelism. I said, you, go find something to do. And stop this, your nonsense evangelism. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm into evangelism. And he was talking about this. Not nothing. No sense of purpose. It is, nah, 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 nah. Tons, you'll be sweating. Listen. Am I communicating to somebody here? You think you go and marry somebody's daughter with this your tongues? I won't be allowed to bless that one. He says, if you are children, they should learn to serve God by taking care. As he wants to care of them. This is what God wants them to do. Now look at verse 5. He says, a widow is really in need is one who doesn't have any relatives. She has faith in God and she keeps praying to God. Those are the people that need to be taken care of. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Psalm 112, verse 1 and 3. Every man, every good father must dream of giving your children what you never had from your father. Am I communicating here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be able to give your children what you never had from your father. That must be your goal. That must be your dream. One of those things you should be able to do in your lifetime. So that you will say, I'm a man. When you say, I'm a man. Is, that is what it means that you are you are doing for your children what is a man is not somebody who can really that's not a man yeah that's that's not a man you go and produce children left right center you are not taking care of them it's not a man oh it's not a man it's not a man a man is one who takes responsibility you bring the children up you produce them you you deliver them you take care of them that's a man Praise the Lord. That's a man. Not that you deliver the children and then you leave them somewhere. You take care of them. When they need milk, it's there. When they need lactogen, it's there. When they need dresses, it's there. Everything they need is there. Because you brought them, they didn't ask you to bring them. So when you feel like pouring something from your waist, remember that it's about responsibility. Am I communicating here? It's not, it's not, it's not just uh, this is, Sex is not just uh, enjoyment, it's responsibility. It's responsibility. Ladies, understand that. That is why the guy doesn't want to marry you. He wants to have sex, but he doesn't want to marry you. Because he doesn't want the responsibility. Yeah. He just wants the fun. Yeah. 
He doesn't want responsibility. The Bible said, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord. Look at this. That delighted greatly in his commandment. Look at verse 2. He said, his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. May your children be mighty. May your seed be mighty. May your seed be mighty. May your seed be mighty. Whether you have children or you are yet to have children, may your seed be mighty. Whether they are adopted or biological, may they be mighty. In the mighty name of Jesus. One of the African presidents was once an adopted child. Can you imagine who the father of that man, who the man who adopted him now is? One day I'll tell you who, what his name is. The Bible said, He sees shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. The generation. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. What is in your house? May money be in your house. May money be in the house of every man. In the mighty name of Jesus. God wants money to be in your house. Not just prayer. Not just tongues. God wants money to be in your house. Am I communicating here? Yeah, money. Money. Money will be in your house. Say, may money be in your house. May more money be in your house. Number two, it helps you. It empowers you to demonstrate God's love in deeds and not just in words. I love you with God's love. No. That one is not spoken. It is demonstrated. Turn to your name and say, God demonstrates his love. He doesn't just speak it. Yeah, I'm a strong advocate of speaking love. I believe that African men don't tell our wives we love them enough. I believe that African men don't tell our children we love them enough. I believe that we don't speak words of affection one to another a lot. We should speak love. But much more, we should demonstrate love. Somebody say demonstrate love. The Bible says God demonstrated his love toward us. That while we were sinned, he demonstrated it. How did he demonstrate? He demonstrated by giving out something. He gave out what? Something. Gave out something. My wife, I love you. Give something. My children, I love you. Give something. My brother, I love you. Give something. That's how we demonstrate love. Love is demonstrated by giving. Am I communicating here? If you are not here, you don't understand love that way. You are fake. First John chapter 3 verse 17. And listen, this is the lover boy in scripture. John. He calls himself the beloved. He said, whosoever has this word goods. Now follow that very well. That's where love starts from. Love, demonstration of love begins with the word goods. If you don't have nothing, you can't demonstrate it. Whosoever has this word goods. Why do you need these words goods? So you use them to show love. So you use them. So you use them. And sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him. How does the love of God, he's asking you now, how does the love of God dwell in you? If you have, what of if you don't have? The brother knows that this brother, he has love, but he can't feel it. Am I communicating here? Yeah. But whosoever has this verse, verse 18, he says, my little children, let us not love in word, but in deed. Look at how he, he, he puts it. He said, you need the words good in order to love in deed. So you can love in words without money, but you can't love in deed without money. Am I communicating here? Yeah, that's what scripture says. We have to understand that's why God does not want prosperity for any of his children. Because you can't even represent him well as his child if you don't have money. You can't represent him well. God is love. Is it not love? 
God is love. And if the love of God dwells in you, you will show it. How will you show it? You will show it with the money. And the money is not there. Every time, brother, I'm praying for you. Every time, sister, is well. And when you will listen, let the person feel it well. Am I communicating? Let them feel it. You have said it enough. I want to feel it. You have said it. I know you are concerned, but you're showing concern and call and text message is not changing anything. I need money. Receive money. In the mighty name of Jesus. When there is a need, may you never lack capacity to. You see, a prosperous person is one who has capacity to meet needs when they are around. That's a prosperous person. You have capacity to meet them. Prosperity empowers you. Number three, empowers you to do good unto all men. Someone say, do good. good. Say, do good. good. Yeah, do good. You see, one of the things God does for people to come to repentance, which we should also learn to do, is goodness. Somebody say, goodness. Goodness. Say, goodness. 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 The Bible said the goodness of God leads us to repentance. The goodness of God. Listen, you can be so good to somebody to the point that he will ask you. You will never preach Jesus to him. He said, brother, where do you go to church? I want to join you to go to church. You are too good to the person. And this kind of goodness is not that, uh, brother, I'm thinking about you kind of goodness. No, no, no. It's goodness that is shown in generosity. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all of them? Jesus went about. He had power. He had money also. And he was doing good. Doing good. May you do good. May you do good. That some people, they do evil. They do evil. They do evil. Because when good people do nothing, evil will abound. Am I communicating here? When you have, a, you have a good heart and you, you don't have the good hands to support it, only evil people will listen. Are you here with me? Your sister went for an interview. The boss says, I want you to meet me at uh, Lancaster and they will finish the interview. When she comes to tell you, you are so angry. You are so angry. <laughs> yes. If you have a, a Christian brother who has built a great business, and he's employing people. That will not happen. Am I communicating here? Yeah. The Bible says that uh, the prosperity, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. But when the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. We are called to do good. And you will do good. Amen. I said you will do good. Amen. I said you will do good. Amen. Galatians 6, 10, He said, therefore, as we have opportunity, as we have opportunity, as we have opportunity, we should do good to everyone. Then he said, especially to those in the family of God. Everyone. Be good to everyone. Good to everyone. 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 How? That is what, so you see, when God talks about prosperity, he's not thinking about, that's why I told you last week that the, the worst prayer you can pray is, Lord, give me just enough for myself. Just enough for myself. How can you do good to everyone when you have just enough for yourself? Just enough for yourself. Just enough for yourself. How can you do good? So abundance is God's agenda for us. And you command abundance. Say I command abundance. In Christ. I command wealth. In the name of Jesus. Now I'm, I'm challenging you to release your faith. Some of you can start up things. That will be another source of income. You are just tied on because you are not thinking abundance. You can see the difference more money in your hands can make 
in the lives of others. So you think that just the 5,000 they give you at that place is okay. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Some of you can partner with some others to set up something that will cost you. To... Listen, salary will not make you a millionaire. I'm not communicating here. You can't you can make a lot of difference in the world depending on salary. The people who make a difference, they get them who are not born again, not tongue talking, they don't do it with our salary. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So it's good to start from there, but it is you don't be looking at it. You should look beyond that. Look beyond that. Your salary is a, is a survivor uh, uh, money. Gives you to survive and then you seed. Generate capital out of it to do something. I see you change level. I see you change level financially. In the mighty name of Jesus. Prosperity empowers you to meet the needs of the poor. One group of people who will always be around you is poor people. Somebody say poor people. Yeah, poor people will always be around poor people. Jesus could not cure poverty. That's why UNICEF and all those people, they can't cure poverty. No no developmental aid or program can cure poverty. It has been a generation or something. It's been there since. As long as sin abounds, there will be poor people. Jesus said there will be poor people. And sometimes, a lot of people because they are ignorant about the reality of poor people around, they always use them as an excuse not to either enjoy themselves or give to people when they need to give to people. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Deuteronomy 15 11. He said, The poor shall never cease. <laughs> the, it shall never cease out of the land. They will never cease. <laughs> they will never cease. In this church, it cannot happen that there's no poor person here. Because not everybody who is hearing will work with the word. Am I communicating here? Yeah. And they are also there so that we can extend the love of God unto them. Jesus said that. And that is registered in all the three uh, 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 Gospels. Matthew recorded it. Uh, Mark recorded it. John recorded it. All of that. And Jesus gave to the poor. You remember when uh, he gave uh, this man, Judas, he gave him the communion and then he was going. They said, uh, he told himself, whatever you do, do it quickly. They said uh, they, they didn't know what he was talking about. John chapter 13 verse 29 he said for some thought 29 John 13 29 please for some thought because Judas had a money box Jesus said to him buy those things we need for the feast or you should go and give something to the poor did you see that yeah that's, that's something Jesus did when apostle Paul was ministering he also consciously attended to the needs of the poor praise the Lord yeah Galatians chapter 2 verse 9 when they came and they were having confusion over doctrines. Galatians 2 9. And when James and Cephas and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to me, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship that we should go to the Gentiles and there to the circumcised. They desired only that we should remember. They desired that we should remember what? The poor. The very thing which I was eager to do. How can you be eager to help the poor when you are poor? Jesus was helping the poor. He couldn't have been poor. Do you see another reason why Jesus was not poor? He couldn't have been poor. You see, in life, you are either part of a solution or you are part of a problem. 
you can be you can be in between you are one you are in one of two camps either you are solving problems or you are creating problems and dr mark medoc said you will always be remembered in life for the problems you create or the solutions you bring everybody in life will you be a problem solver or you be a problem creator it takes money somebody say it takes money say it takes money in closing prosperity is critical in reducing human suffering because it empowers you to practice true and authentic christianity somebody say human suffering do you know people are suffering people are suffering very 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 people are suffering and to help such people we need money it takes money james chapter one james chapter one he said what god the father considers to be pure and genuine religion is this to take care of orphans and widows in their suffering and to keep oneself from being corrupted in the world are you here with me human suffering cannot be solved without prosperity human suffering somebody say human suffering yeah and jesus gave us a picture of human suffering in the, uh, Matthew chapter 25 Matthew 25 verse 35 to 40 he said when I was hungry you gave me no food I pray that in our lifetime uh, they, it will happen in this church that nobody will go to bed and hungry in this church that, you see there are some basic things every person must have every person must have as we are preparing for this place when we go there one of the rooms that the spirit of god has put in my heart is a full store a full store a full store where weekly people will be coming for food from that place weekly weekly full store full store where people because you see he said i was hungry you gave me no food i was thirsty there are some things that you take for granted you are looking for a shoe you are looking for a car you are looking for a shoe. somebody's looking for food to eat and I'm not talking about Sudan. I'm talking about Ghana here. Ghana here. What some people will eat for their next meal is a challenge. And you think it's okay to be poor? If you choose to be poor, you have added to the problems of the world. You are, you are actually a liability. You are not an asset. Poverty will make you a liability to the kingdom, not an asset. You will not be poor. I was thirsty. You gave me no drink. I was a stranger. You took me in because your house is one and you live in one single room. How can you take somebody? I was naked. You gave, you clothed me not. I was sick. You visited me not. I was in prison. You came to me. Then the righteous will answer and say, these are righteous things because that's, those are the things righteous people do. Lord, when did we see you? When did we see you? When did we see you? And the king will answer and say to them, As surely I say to you, as much as you did it to one of the least of this, my brethren. Now you see it. Take note of the word, my brethren. My brethren. My brethren. I tell you all the time, the scripture is very, very consistent. Our goodness, our kind art must first be felt among the brethren, among the saints. Are you here with me? Yeah, among the saints among the saints if you are a celebrated giver and the saints don't feel it there's something wrong everybody outside knows that you give but people in the church can see that something is wrong am i communicating here 
because you are wasting God's resources. You are not investing the resources. Our investment first is here. And then, look, he says, do good unto all men everywhere you find them, especially. So if you have not finished especially, you don't think about outside. But you see, when you have more, you can think about outside. No, so you can think. But if you don't have enough for yourself, enough for those inside, how can you go out? Am I communicating here? How can you go out? Pentecost is building prisons. They are fulfilling the scripture. Church of Pentecost, that's what they are fulfilling that scripture. I was in prison. They, they, they are not visiting. They have created decent, habitable for sound people. When they enter the prison and they will have church for them, by the time they come out, they are no longer criminals. But the kind they have at Insawam and uh, Kumasi Central Prison here. When you come out, may we be Christians who add value to our generation. May you be a difference maker in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive grace to make a difference. Make a difference. Make a difference. Make a difference. Lord, I don't want to be a liability. I don't want to add to the problems. I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference. I want to make uh, I want to be an agent of a difference. Open your mouth and you receive grace. Lift up your hands and receive grace. You will not be poor. You are receiving divine ideas. You are receiving strategic relationship. God is opening you up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. I make a commitment. I make a commitment to partner with you today to be a kingdom asset and not a liability I choose to make a difference in my world I choose to be a blessing and not a burden I choose to impart and influence my world through Christ in the name of Jesus I declare that I have power to create wealth to make a difference i love and demonstrate the love of christ through generosity in the name of jesus i receive abundance of all things i receive abundance of ideas i receive abundance of strategic relationship i receive abundance of supernatural innovation by the anointing i create wealth by the anointing i make money by the anointing i make a difference in my world in the name of jesus if you want to accept jesus and make him your lord and savior you want to say this prayer after me mean every word and then believe it in your heart say lord jesus i confess that you are my lord and my savior i believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed.
pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.